Hey, this is Liberty DeVito, and you're listening to the Fab Four Free For All. And welcome to another edition of the Fab Four Free For All. Uh, whenever we want, people, we'll, we'll, you'll hear us at some point. Uh, I am your moderator for this show. I am Mitch Axelrod, and joining me are... Rob Leonard. And... Tony Chiguardo. And we are going to continue with the U.S. version of Rubber Soul. The next song, one of my favorites of all the Beatles songs ever, Think For Yourself. George Harrison grows up as a songwriter, uh, continues to grow, rather. I shouldn't even say grows up. Because I think he started growing already, you know, with I Need You and all that. Absolutely. But this is now, George is following in the path of John and Paul and getting a little more mature. Because who's he talking to? Is he talking to a lover? Is he talking to a friend? Or is he talking to the general public? Is he saying, yes, think for yourself? Really... Because whatever you're, you know, whatever you've been told, you can, you can have your own mind and think for yourself. Or is he talking to his girlfriend or Patty? Is he not, ta- or you know, is he talking to Beatle fans? Or, I, no, I like the Beatle fan. I never thought of that because if you think about what things he would say later on as a solo artist, you know, he would talk yes. about the Beatles like, why did we have to go through this and why can't they just do it on their own and why did they use the Beatles to... You yeah, know, but go crazy, so to speak. But what's what's great about this song is that you catch those lines at the beginning, and you kind of just go, "Ooh," because it's the, you know, you're telling all those lies about the good things that we can have if we close our eyes. Yeah. In other words, but that could be the it, government. Of course, it could be the government too. It, it's basically just if you just hide your head in the sand. Don't want to go to another song on the album, but if you just hide your head in the sand, are good things just going to come to you? Right. And he, what he's saying is, you know. No. No, it's or think for yourself. is he talking about a relationship? Or I, talking, I, I always thought it was about a relationship, but... Right, but, but it could be him too. just... Listen, he always said, in order to find peace and serenity, you've got to do for yourself. So, is he talking about that here? Is he saying to all of us, not only Beatle fans, but anybody who's listening to this song... Well, yeah. You know, you guys, you don't have to listen to me. You don't have to listen to the government. You Think for yourself. I mean, my God, I would hope to God that if we want to assume that John is writing Norwegian Wood about an affair that happened for real, then I would hope to God that he's not writing Think for Yourself for Patty. Because he didn't marry I mean, her yet. Right, he didn't marry, marry her yet, but it's also not, I mean, although your mind's opaque. Which is a weird word to wow, use in a pop song. Wow, what a song. strange word yeah. for a pop song. But Try opaque. thinking more if just for your own sake. Yeah. Holy but crap. He, but that's why I think he's talking to us. I think so too. That's why I, I never I, thought I, of it. I never thought of it when I was right or, or a friend, friend, right, or, or you know, to a personal friend. But I, yeah. but I think it's more general. But I don't know if he was into philosophy yet. So I'm not. I don't know. But he I, was into the pot philosophy. <laughs> well, that that's well, that's, that's a lot. very you know, true. You, no, but I mean, you no, know, I'm being you're, serious. You're, you're you're on. Well, you know, you, you smoke you smoke a lot of grass and you sit around and there's a lot of things that come into your mind about you know. And they were doing how, it a lot. How people should relate to each other and how we should be more clear and we should be more funny. How you're you're smoking pot and you think about how to be more you know? clear. Yeah. But you know, the best part of the song is that fuzz bass. That well, that's oh that. God. The other thing, this is like a double guitar riff because yeah. it's got George and Paul is playing. A bass as a lead guitar, right? Yeah, as a fuzz yeah. with the fuzz, fuzz the thing. fuzz box. But that thing changed the whole song. Oh, it totally. makes it it you know? makes it a dirty song. Yeah, when I say dirty, I don't mean yeah. dirty like you know filthy. No, but I mean but it makes it a, a really. But that's it. Also matches the opaque 
uh, it matches line, the, it and, and matches a lot the of whole, the lyrics. It, it matches right. a lot of the lyrics. It matches the sentiment of the lyrics. Yeah. That <clears throat> very angry. But it's interesting, though. Again, we talk about the difference it's between really the good. American and the British album. That aspect of it makes it the standout track on this album in a way. That right. that dirty oh, well, feel. Yeah. This is the only song on the album that is kind of electric ballsy. in a big way. And it's ballsy. ballsy. There's nothing else whereas, on it that's ballsy. Right. Whereas the UK, you've Although got the, the word is kind of ballsy. You've got the solo in Nowhere Man. You've got Drive My Car. And this is just another ballsy track on the British. The solo you, you know, of Drive My Car is pretty dirty. Absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. would say, I, I think Not Nowhere dirty, Man. I don't mean dirty. No, I know what you mean, but I think Nowhere Man sounds very clean, actually. Yeah, it does. The way- uh, It is, you're right. The, the way it's harmonics playing. on the strings and- But it's still it's, a, 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 it's a soaring solo. Yes, it is. It's, you know, I mean- Yeah, you know. but you know what? Think for yourself, for this time, December of 65, with that fuzz, and again, thanks to Paul, and I'm sure George liked it or else he wouldn't have kept it on there. And we should also talk about we think for yourself, all the vocals were overdubbed after. Right. And we've, we've heard bootlegs of all of that. Right. And you've yeah. got time to rectify. And then it's, a, it's even in Yellow Submarine. Submarine. Yeah. But from all accounts, everybody was having a great time doing that. So, you know, this is George's song and everybody's contributing and having a good time. And Paul comes up with that fuzz bass. Which is really, no, wow. you know, which is nice, though, too. And it does kind of contradict the idea that. George's songs were always... The big issue was how few songs George got. Correct. You know, later on, they may not have tried to work on it because at that time, they, they were, were breaking up. They right, were they were a mess. But at this time, they were really very but, tight. But you know, at the same time, because of the sound of this song, I could have seen Dave Dexter taking this song out and, and maybe replacing it with something else just because... It doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. In, in, and But maybe because it was a George Harrison song, he left it in. But sound-wise, it's the harshest song on the record. But I think that's the... But isn't it interesting that this got chosen over If I Needed Someone? Yeah, which fits the album which a lot better. Which fits the album better. Correct. Yeah. That's bizarre. That's yeah. like the one little... We just hit the little hitch. But like you said, though, they were just throwing crap at the wall to right. see what would stick. Right. right. Yeah. They weren't going, you know, that sounds think so ballsy. That yeah. sounds a bit too ballsy. No. But if I needed record. someone, if it was on the American version, would have probably been... Fit beautifully. It would have been a lot better. Yeah, take that, off Think For Yourself, yeah. put, put on, on If, if I, I Needed, needed someone, someone, and then put Think For Yourself in place of If I Needed Someone on Yesterday and Today. Yeah. And that's a little more trippy and, album anyway. Right. And precisely. So, now you've got Dr. Robert Engerberg can sing Think and For think Yourself. For yourself. That's Day a cool album. And we can yep, work it out. That's a great. cool album now. That, All right. Well, we and what goes on. That's it. And what goes, goes on. on. <laughs> Sorry. And, and random, yesterday. And what goes and on. And yesterday. Right. Right. Yesterday, yesterday doesn't oh, even God. fit. No, yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't. But Weird. think for yourself, when he uses opaque, I didn't even know what he was saying for the longest time when he said... Although your mind's opaque. I always thought he said, although your mind's okay. okay. Or, I, I was a kid. I didn't know what yeah. opaque meant. Now you read it. What a weird word. Yeah. But he was quirky yeah. that way. Yeah. What a great, great song. I agree. And then we come to the word. Um, I love the word. The word, Paul's bass. Oh. I mean. Oh, my God. Again, what have we just said? We just said, think for yourself, the fuzz bass. Now we're talking about the word bass. And You Won't See Me, his bass, you know, every, like I said, everybody thought Revolver was where he matured bass musically, but uh, honestly, I think this is where he came to life with the bass. I mean, his bass is so melodic. Well, it, it, it was recorded his bass, differently for Revolver. That's a different Well, yes, it definitely and, and, was, and it was a different bass. And if yes. you think about it too, right, this is sort of He's the, sort of the, it's the Hoffner, but it's it's sort of the predecessor to Taxman. 
from yeah. a bass perspective. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's it's yeah. This one is the word is. I mean, but he was using the Rickenbacker for yeah for revolver. Yeah, yeah. That was the main difference. But as John said, this is the first real. Beatles song as a love theme, using love right. as a theme, as a, theme. As a general theme, not like yes, a boy love girl the concept, not right? Not love, boy girl, I love, I love you, you love me, right. you know. Right. To me, an incredible song. One of the few songs that they wrote stoned. Yes. Actually, yes. Paul's, Paul, Paul did admit Paul that. Paul acknowledged that they didn't they like didn't to like write to when do. they were stoned. And this was one of the few songs that were written stoned. They wrote the lyrics in different colors, maybe in crayon or whatever it was, but they wrote a multicolored lyric sheet out. But what a beautiful song. It's a great... But what's wonderful about this is that like All You Need Is Love, like everything else, it's very simple. I mean, you're not getting into multisyllabic words here. No. It's, it's really simple. Say the word, love. Say the word and you'll be free. Say the word and, and be, be like, like me. me. I mean, if anything, the be like me is kind of goofy. Really, uh, from a but lyrical you but standpoint, you never, you, never, but you never think that. You right, you don't think works. of the lyrics like that it's, because you know what? You're so caught up in the whole, first of all, it's a great pop song. Oh my God, it's, it's a, a great, great pop song. Pop song. The, the musicianship, again, Ringo drumming. Tremendous. Yes. On yep. this, uh, once again, he just does, he's all over the place. He, but does, exa- he does exactly what, what he's supposed needed. to what, do. You know what I also love about the song is the way the keyboard follows the word, do, 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 love. Yeah. I like the way the keyboard follows it. It's it's not playing to it. It's it's a little bit behind. Yes, almost. A little bit, it's, it's absolutely very, a little bit behind the beat. Not not like Dylan with like a Rolling Stone, but I'm wondering they'd wow. already heard that, and it's just a little behind way the organ is on like a Rolling Stone, and we all know Al Cooper played it, and he was sort of following, and he was just a little behind, and the word has to me that same type of feeling, because I don't know if they were doing it on purpose. But it fits in that type of song. Well, it's very you know, Dylan I influence. Never, song. ever, ever thought of that. That's hundred percent on. Yeah. So I, I, you know, in terms of that, we know that you know, keyboard. you know, wow, that sixty four, sixty five right. yeah. was the real influence of Dylan, really on the Beatles. I never connected. I always thought about the idea on the word. Right. It's a little behind the beat, yeah. but I never connected it with like a Rolling Stone, yeah, which is so. the most obvious. Wow. You know. Also, if you think about what we were talking about too. And I just thought of this. You won't see me. Comes in. Ding, ding. Right? I've just seen a face. Ding, ding. Think for yourself. Ding, 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 Yep. And even think for yourself is a boom, 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 boom. All of these are coming in like so strong. Not necessarily being like, you know, ballsy songs, stuff to think for yourself, but. All of them have a weird kind of. They were really they, they were really in. writing intros. They were yeah. actually constructing right. intros yep. at this point. Yeah. Wow. Not just riffs that cold, right? Right. Yeah. Cold right. intro, like a cold thing, like that you won't see me and and, and something that doesn't reappear. Right. The word that doesn't reappear. That don't. Right. Yep. But this is a great open. And it's just two pounding on the piano. This could have been a side opener too. And yeah, this could have been a side opener. I, and maybe should have been afterwards, I, but I love the ultra high harmony. Well, that's the, the thing we were talking about on the stereo. It's just the way, that and really that's something high. for all you folks. The big difference on this is on the UK stereo, there is no super high harmony. If you listen on the US stereo, in your left ear, Paul and this, he definitely gets ready to sing it because you hear it. He's singing with himself. 
Oh my God. It's like, yeah. And it's stark when you're listening in the headphones. Yes. When you hear it in the car, it's not as bad, but it's an extra high harmony that's not yeah. anywhere else in, in on the UK, and it's not on the mono version, so you get that. Also, John on this is double-tracked. On the you, U.S. On version. On the U.S. stereo. not on the not UK. on the U.K. or right. the mono. Right. He's double-tracked, and I was telling Tony on the way here, I said, you know, I've been listening to this album for 50 years, and <laughs> I never knew that. Yeah. I was listening yeah. today, though, to the U.S. box set, and so I, I had it on in my headphones, and I said, okay, the mono, because I read that the high harmony, and then I heard it on the stereo, and I went, whoa. First of all, John is double-tracked, and you never knew it. And second of all, that high harmony comes in, and you say, that's kind of odd. It sounds good, right, right. but it's an extra high harmony. He's already doing a high harmony on it, and he does a higher harmony on it. And I don't know if I like it now, but maybe I shouldn't have heard it, it is, in the headphones. It is different, yeah. And there's a couple other little... And little anomalies little which we get to, right, yeah. Which we're so, but the word is a really, I mean, you know, it's hard to sit there and talk about these songs as, is it good, is it not good, you know? Right. It, it really, I mean, right. this album, I'm sorry, but we all know we're, we're doing a Ken Michaels, we're giving it a 10. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean, yeah. you know, just, no, I, you know yeah. Ken liked it. I mean, you have to give it a 10. It is a 10. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's rubber soul, for How God's sake. Like it? Right. It's not like, you know, Beatles oh, go, maybe I don't like this yeah. one. Or, it's the bloody Beatles then, isn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. And then we come to, okay, maybe the first song, which is the end of side, end of side one, Michelle, <laughs> the first song that maybe doesn't fit. Well, maybe it no, does. It, does. it, it, it fits because it's acoustic. It's yeah. But, it's, it fits, but, but yeah. it, the the album opens and closes with Paul acoustically. With I've just yeah, seen a face of Michelle. The side opens. I'm sorry. The yeah. side, right. Yeah. I, it I it easily could have been a single. We know that. Yes. Uh, it was all it, over it, the world. We know it was played in oh, oh, oh. American radio all over the place. But it, it, it this also, was a standalone single. Where would you eventually have put it? I mean, I don't know. You know that's the thing. I mean, I, I think it, I was sort of glad it wasn't released as a single here. I mean, you know, legally at least. It was obviously released in France. Okay, right, right. I'll, I'll tell you what would have happened, not to be funny. Oh, okay. If it had been released as a standalone single here in the States, which was rare, right? That we had a standalone single in the States, it would have ended up on Yesterday and Today. Okay. And Nowhere Man and What Goes On. One of know, them would have been here. One of them would have stayed here. Or if I needed someone, and George would have gotten two. Two. Yeah. Okay. I, I think it really fits on this record. It's very a beautiful well. song. It, you know, it, yeah. It, it's oh, an yeah. absolutely beautiful and song. That's a riff Paul had had for it's, a couple of years. This ago. calls for a remix, though. Yes, it, yes does. it does. I've got to tell you honestly, the whole it's, album. It's does. one that I love this song. I'm sorry. Do you? It's it's. I it's absolutely one that love I, it. That what, as I've gotten yeah. older, I really. Just have no. kind of lost the appeal for. I've, when I was I've always a, loved the guitar solo. You know? Yeah, right. I, I have to. Which goes twice. Yeah, on I, this I believe, and not on the. I, I always loved that. What? It does. It fades out quicker. Oh, okay. I was going to yeah, say. So you loved, get a longer solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I always loved the guitar. It was such a different solo for the Beatles too. You know. Again, right? Just yeah, like just and a, I've just seen a face. It's yeah, the, the solo. Well, we just answered our own question. There you go. It's Michelle. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. Right. So I, I always thought that. It fitted very well, and I always liked that ending. I just thought it's it's a beautiful song, and and for those of you who don't know, Paul used to sit in the corner at the parties and pretend he was French because all the girls love that, and and do this little thing. And 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 John said later uh, in later years, hey, you, they needed songs, so he said, remember that thing you used to do at the parties, that French thing yeah. you used to do. And you know what though, 
it's a Chet Atkin style, which Paul said they were thinking about mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And the middle part was suggested by John. Yeah. I yeah. love you, I love you, I need you, I want you, yeah. and all that. Based yeah. on a Nina Simone song. Right, yes. right. Yeah, Very so. true. Yeah. That he had just heard. Uh, mm-hmm. I forgot the name of the song, but um, which had that line. Yes. But you know what, though? It, it's a beautiful song. Not a good side closer. It's, it's only also love should have closed one of those side. songs that got the adults going again. Correct. It was like it was, a, like a yesterday. It was a few months after yesterday where it kept that adult. Oh, these boys write some good songs. <sighs> right. But you, but these you know young fellas Michelle, write some pretty songs. It, mm. For some reason, is it is it me? You don't hear it as much, or you don't think about it as much what? in the Beatles catalog. No, Michelle. Yeah. Oh, you I don't. Really? I, I don't I, think to you me, do. I don't think you hear it. When as he much. did this song in 1992, we know all know Tony oh, oh. at the up close MTV. We won't go there. <laughs> but when he did it for the first time, because oh, he did it on James Paul McCartney, right, but it was right, only a little tiny right, bridge version. Right. But when he did it in up close. I and then he did out. on the tour. He did it on the tour. And, and, and people flipped. You're right. People they did, did flip, flip out. You know why? Because he never did it. And, yeah. and people loved this song. It's so funny. You're right. It he is, hasn't it done it since, It is just though. a song that I liked when I was a kid, and it just does not... It's a gorgeous it, song. I don't know though. why. It has no appeal to me now. It has appeal to me, like, but it's... You don't it's, like it's, the French. Yeah, it must be it. I don't like that French. No, I love, I love Elton. Inspector Clouseau. I love Elton John's French single. Yeah, oh, well, it. then that's, uh, that's it. it. Uh, no, but, but I mean, but I'm saying, and, no, I, I, love, no. and I love C'est de Toi by Billy Joel, right. which, is, which is crap French. He says he doesn't even know what the hell he's saying. Right, exactly. But yeah. for some reason, this one just... It's a Beatles song that lost me. Oh, okay. no, to but me. But you know, handful. it's funny that he doesn't play this in his acoustic set. Because this is such a perfect song for him to do. Well, I mean, he doesn't like to sing soft anymore. I'm talking about like ten years ago when he's still doing that. I think he. I love you. I love you. He only did it once. No, I think for some reason I think he was doing it in like 2004 overseas. I'd have to go look. But if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I know at one point when he did it in up close, the phrasing was different. That's true. And then he did not sing it. He fixed it when he did it on the full tours. Right. He started singing it better. And You're and right. You... The phrasing was different because he was singing it more of a straight-ahead song instead right. of this. Right. And maybe that's the difference. It's tough to do the song straight away, like right. just reading right. the music, because that's when you get, like, bad covers. Yes. Well, yeah. And All I can think of is Mike Douglas doing it on his show. And then, there's John. A and then John. And then saying to John, that's one of the ones, you, you, a great song that you wrote yeah, there, well, John. Yeah, it was Paul. Yeah. But, this song was written by Mike. But, that, but that's the thing. You, there's a certain way you do have to sing it. There's a certain presentation. Oh, that, Michelle, my he, belle. Yeah, you, you know. Well, he did that for James yeah. Paul McCartney. So yeah. he knew what he was doing, but. Totally. You want to know, and, and maybe he was goofing on himself. But yes, but yeah. when he did it on tour, the girls went nuts. They did, and the guys too. You know what? It's just the fact that he didn't do many songs from Rubber Soul on tour. That's I mean, he only true. had four songs. That's true. He's now done them. Now he does. I'm looking through you in his acoustic set. He's done that, yeah. And he did do "You Won't See Me." Yes, right, right. sure. So, and he's done. I've just seen a face. Yes. But, yeah. yeah. So now he does it. But when he first pulled out Michelle. It was beautiful. I mean, I thought it was great. What, he first when he pulled did it, out everybody of went. What? 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 Not pulled out whoa, of whoa. Michelle. Oh my goodness! Oh. You know, uh, <laughs> folks, it's like an hour and a half into, and Tony went there. <laughs> Had to go there. I oh, know you yeah. did. Sorry. No, but this is that's the end of side one. One, and it's a horrible side closer. Yeah, I would say horrible. But it's just, you know, I would end it with the word. 
as the word the song love before. should have been the word. Yeah. Well, it's only love could have been the close. And the deal. cool thing about the word is it leaves you hanging. Yeah, it does. With that organ solo. Yes, I agree. And fade, and you, and now you got to go to side two. But yeah. it's only love could have been good too. You just the resolve, right? Because right. now we get to side two because you have to get up and flip it. So go ahead, do that. And we come to the song. That's a nice hat. That's a nice hat. <laughs> that was a working title for "It's Only Love," and you know, again, I hate talking about this as a Rubber Soul album a cut because it's really a Help album cut, but it's still a good song. But again, it's John has not yet come to the album and has seven songs on this. He has not come to the album yet with a really upbeat. I mean, the word is upbeat, right? But when you're mature, you don't always have to come down with like a downer kind of musical thing as Paul showed us well, and you won't see me. The word is very up though. Yes, the yes. Are, yeah. But like it's only love, it's beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. Crystal. Minute 57, you're out and what a wonderful little Yes. It's so out of tune though it sounds like though. Well that opening guitar that sounds very uh, out of tune. Uh, 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 it sounds very out of tune. It's like a Hawaiian kind of slack key. Well, it sort of sounds like Don Ho could have done it. Yeah, I mean, it's got a whole... It it followed the chords. It does. Yeah, yeah, but it's a slack. It sounds sounds slack. It sounds... It sounds out of tune. Like you're not quite... And maybe that's why John wasn't thrilled with the song. He he sort of dismissed it. It It could have been... It could have been the second verse, which wasn't that good. If it would have been done on a 12-string, the opening... Yeah. It would have been a little more full. Or if they maybe the strum was a full 12 yeah, strum. Right. Yeah. Right. Dun, 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 just right. straight. Yeah. Yeah. Straight. But uh, you know what? I have to always comment about this. I always feel when I hear the song that the I get high is not meant as a drug reference. I no, agree. Not at all. I not really all. don't think no, it is. I no, I get high when I see you go by. It's innocent. Yes. Right. I, and I, very I, loving, I love looking at you going by. Yeah. I really just get a charge and a thrill. Yeah. And the laugh is very charming. When he laughs at himself, the very bright, the, yeah. that little goof on rolling the R, and then yeah. he laughs at himself afterwards. It's really very charming. It's interesting that they, whether in a stone state or in a, you know what? Sorry, George Martin. That's fun. Leave it. I don't know. You know, did George say to them afterwards, you know, all right, John, lovely, but let's do that again. And I could see John saying, you know, no, let's Because he's let's never, ever done I anything like how, blind, you know, never I like, no. how he got the title, That's a Nice Hat, and turns it into It's Only Love. <laughs> That's, That's a nice hat. Do you like <laughs> it? Do. I do. Do you like it, too? <laughs> well, you know. On, do I do. Because <laughs> I Martin, do. <laughs> on the George Martin record, he, Stoned. Did, he called it That's a Nice, nice Hat. hat. So yeah, you know, that's pretty called, true, right? You know, so you know, when did it get changed? I mean, he had to have known they've done it already, uh, so. right? Because all the others have some sort of extrapolation of the song in the working title, yeah. except Mark Five, you know. Well, and scrambled eggs. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, that's yeah, true right. too. But but, uh, but it's only love is is not a good opener, to me. No, no, it's not. You know, it would have been it's a really a good song. opener here. What's that? You won't see me. Oh yes. yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So it, it's not a bad opener, but no. it's a good song. The next song, um, John looking at romance, and it's girl. Beautiful, but it's, again, it's, it's a very low-key, mellow John Lennon. This, John said in the 1980 interview with Playboy, he said this song was like about Yoko. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It, it was prescient of Yoko. But it was if, right. if that was the, the case, archetype of yeah. girl he was, that was looking the, for was if, Yoko. Yeah, but the lyric is about a girl who uses and abuses her guy. Right. 
And he's. But he said it wasn't about any girl. It was a fantasy girl that was archetypal, and when, I didn't when, find when, that until Yoko. The fantasy girl isn't, you know. She's not this, great. This isn't what you're writing about your fantasy girl. You're saying that how beautiful she is, how nice she but is. But think about but it, he though. Did talk this about is, her tits. This is. Yeah. Right, but, right. But this is also. This is what's messed up about this. And this is why this album's a little. Because this is the same guy who a few songs from now is doing Run for Your Life. Right. Right. So this is the, like, she's the kind of girl who'll put you down and friends are there, you feel a fool. And you know what? That's not a positive message. No. But then again, though, it's also Mother. That's also Yoko. Yoko was never afraid to say, no, John, you're yeah, wrong. But, no, she but, did it in interviews. But when she you say she's looking good, she acts as if it's, it's understood. understood. She's a, a modest bitch. But, but look, I mean, at, uh, look at Yoko. Yoko, when she would wear those... Hot black, tight black dresses yeah, and stuff like that. She was Miss Cool, uh, you know. Yeah, but that's know. right. I, I, you know I what? It's like whether or not. I, it's and again, when you say I was wondering if John good. even knew what the lyrics of the song when he was talking about. I don't think so. It. That's he might have forgot were, about it, or, or, or it just it's just to me. Well, maybe he said I found her in Yoko, but he wasn't being positive. Well, maybe, but she was right next to when he well, said it. I am so, so yeah, but she didn't know the song. Maybe not. Maybe not. That's I never hear. I don't hear Robert Soul. <laughs> I just hear gentle tits. <laughs> no. I have them. But that's a great background vocal. Instead we'll of, see them. You know, on, the sh- on the lyric sheet, it says two, 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 two. Yeah, I know. Uh, but, what are they uh, going to say? Well, tit, tit, you know, I always thought make it two T's. He wasn't it's, talking about Cynthia because... She was insecure. She wasn't like you know right. saying I am right. great. Right. You know, right. so you know he wasn't talking about Cynthia. Yeah, um, and it was weird. But, but then he said he was also talking about Christianity. Right. But yeah, what? But what? then again, if you connect it to Norwegian Wood, which is not about a positive song about this girl he's been with, it's sort of. And a, then it's also that idea too kind that, of that even though the songs are getting more personal, even though the songs are getting more introspective, even though the you're still talking about a guy who he and his partner write write a swimming pool. Right, right. So right. you're still talking about the idea yeah, that it's it's point. like I always come back to me where people will say to me, you know, what's that song about? I mean, I've written a couple hundred lyrics. People go, well, what's the song about? And you know what? The, yes, in many songs there are lines that are about very specific people. There are a handful of songs of mine that are about very specific situations, very specific people. But for the most part, everything is either an amalgamation or everything is a this rhymes. Right. No, I, I, right. I, you so know, I write too. Point, and, yeah. And and I've written things that. You know, start out about one person and become and something becomes else. something else, yeah. Because the song has to get finished. So, yeah, so this is the, is there anybody going to listen to my story? Right. And which, in a way, puts it down as a work of fiction right there. Well, um, who knows? Or he's saying, anybody listen to my story? Because yeah, this right. is true. This I mean, is it what happened. It doesn't happen. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's he the did down it for Norwegian Wood, but he didn't right. say, do you want to hear it? I always think right. of, like, the, like when I was a little kid, I would imagine the guy, in fact, I wrote a song when I was a little kid that started out, do you want to hear my story? And I stole it right from this. When <laughs> I was, like, 10, I wrote a song with that. I wrote something about a flat But top. it was, it was, you know, <laughs> nice. But it was, like, to me, you know, it's like the guy down and out in the gutter. You know, is there anybody going to listen to well, my story? No, but, you, you know, you know but as Rob said, though, it's not a happy. It's not an uplifting. It, right, she it's promises not uplifting, the so, earth to me, and I believe her. Right. After all this time, I don't know why. Don't know but, that, why. But, but again, because he means he's staying around. Right, yeah. everything is negative, and that's why he's saying this woman is treating me like crap. I'm still staying. Anybody want to hear my story? 
Because, you know like, why? he's so negative. You know, it's, it's not a happy you know, thing. Do you know why he's And everybody always thinks it's such a beautiful li- melody. Yeah. It is. It, yeah. That's the other thing. It's yeah. a negative song hidden by a beautiful melody. melody and, and beautiful production. And it's... And the great backing vocals and, and, and everything about it. Just, and do you know why he stays? Tit, 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 tit. No, I'm sorry. No, but you know what else, you know what else too? It's, it's very Greek, which is beautiful. It's very Greek. Well, the melodies are. Melody is very Greek. The end is a, is a mazurka almost. Yeah. No, I was going to say the, the yet, ending. Yeah. And again, the instrumental part comes at the end of the song, not in the middle. Yeah, that's really interesting. Another thing where- That's very true. It's different. very, very interesting. Very different for the Beatles. Yeah. Except when they, you know, add on like Taxman at the end, they do, yeah, or Michelle at the end when they and, repeat a and solo. John, by but the way, none. does yeah. attribute the lyrics to he and Paul as a co-write. So okay. he well. does he does attribute when Paul and I wrote this. Is there anybody going to listen to my story? Is a Tin Pan Alley line. Okay. He said he stole it right from Tin Pan Alley. Okay. So I'll that's that. that's interesting. But again, so. most people now, after hearing us critique it, most people are going to go, "Oh my God, I thought that was a beautiful song." It is. A, it is a beautiful, it is a beautiful song, song, but it's yeah. negative. It's, okay, it's just you know. All right. it's, so, it's, so now we have to have it's two. It's not upbeat and peppy. So now we have to have two. And bursting with love. Yeah. So now we have to have two. Now we have to have two false starts on the review of the next song. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Wow, you know, I, I'm saying, what I I wish I was looking through you. What the? Hell? I was like, I know, okay? I thought he's stuttering. I, I thought, I thought I something thought happened. Just about I thought it was those, those nutritional chips he eats all the time. Yeah, he's a ch- I, I just had that. I just had to, I, I thought he was going to die. <laughs> oh, we lost him. Uh, two of us, right? <laughs> you know, Tony eats these, these healthy chips, and these sometimes they're good, sometimes they're not. Uh, sometimes, you know? yeah. Obviously, he they caught just, a bad chip. <laughs> yes, it just stuck to his brain there. I was like, so we have to have a... <laughs> Suddenly, well, Tony's become Charlie Callis. Charlie Callis. <laughs> 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 like what? I, I had no clue what he was doing. I, I, well, I, but they, anyway, I, but now we don't yeah, because uh, well, at least on one version we have to have uh, we have to have uh, <laughs> no on one version he, they on the stereo version yes, only on stereo, stereo only American in America yeah. Yeah, in Canada. Oh, Canada yes. too. Canada okay. as well. But the um, mono version, no. Right, but you know what? I was so used to hearing that, I always thought that was the song. Right. And I thought that ding, the, ding, the other ding, one ding. was a mistake. Right. I, I thought I so thought too. It went and too and, quick. and I actually, yeah. I think it fits the song perfectly. perfectly. Yes. And Did I don't know, that? it's almost like he's building up to sing this song. Yep. And it just fits perfectly with the American phony intro or you know double yeah. intro, whatever you yeah. want to call it. I False starts. False starts. That was the thing I learned. You know, that wasn't on the, the British version I had all those years, so I oh. didn't know about that. Right. And then I've heard, I'm like, and I'm like, I thought it was a mistake, too. But you yeah. know what? To yeah. me, it's it's perfect for this Wonderful. song only. Well, yeah. I, and the funny thing is, because I wore this album out, too. Right. Every, everybody did. But when I got another copy, I wasn't cognizant of mono and stereo. Right. So I got another copy, and it wasn't on it. I got the mono. Right. And it wasn't on there. Right. And I went... What? I was a little That's kid going, what is funny. this? Did I get a bad copy? Yeah, they took away two lines of the but song. You, but I always like, you know, when you hear it, if you grew up with this, you just hear, and it works. Yeah, I thought it, it makes perfect. It, it is. It, it, it's a happy accident. Yes. But when I heard the mono, I thought it was wrong. I, I always wondered how it was sent to the States. I guess they sent the States version maybe early or something because... I was always amazed that that was on there. It's not a mistake, but it's not 
I mean, I love, I like it for the song, but it's not a mistake. It's not like it was a, a no. It's just, it's just that the, it's just that the track, when they went to actually master the track, they found a version before the white lead tape was put in, yeah, and they and they took it right, back right. an extra couple of strums, but it, thinking it, that it, that, it, that was it worked as the accident. Oh. I like it better. Yeah, I, do I actually do. I I do it we, sets up that song better than just going into. Doom, 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 doom. We may want to mention, obviously, make reference to the anthology version of this. This is right. the only oh. one of the only songs on Rubber Soul that we have a very different, full, complete earlier take of without the middle run through. eight though. Without the middle eight. Uh, without the break, a very different feel. The yeah. maracas, the hand claps, and it starts uh, off with the maracas and the hand claps. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very unusual start <laughs> yeah. to the. To, you know, that's probably why they that, scrapped it. Yeah, whether that well, would have fit on Rubber Soul, don't really know. I don't think so. Um, I think it could have. I think you still need that middle eight though to really help. You the, definitely need the middle the eight, definitely. and and also I got to be honest that gives it a little balls. Yeah, it also makes it a little. Cheesy in a way. It, oh, it, I don't think. No, so. No, no, it's great. It does no, give I, I it know, balls. The little organ part. But that little organ part. Yeah. That oh. dee, 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 it's a little cliche mid sixties. Oh, it's very cliche. A lot of a lot of other songs that predate this one. Monkeys had monkeys, right? Even, but even like other pop tunes had that Star little. Dee, 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 well, that's later. Oh, that's, that's true. Later. So they copied the cliche. Yeah, they copied the cliche. <laughs> but it worked on that song. Yes, it but, does. but it's just that. But you know what, though? It works. It still works like crazy. And it's still because the rest of the song is unique. And Ringo's tapping on a matchbox. Tap, tapping on a matchbox. Yeah. yeah it's, it's just, Holding it's his clothes. Bizarre. Hold, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, it's, it's just a really cool song. I really. It, it, Again, another kind of angry song on this album. But you always think when, when you hear about Paul and Jane Asher, you always hear, you know, they were so cute, they were going to get engaged, they did get engaged, right. and, and they were so cute. And so, but in 1965, he was only dating her for a year or so, maybe, yeah. maybe a little more. He stuck around for the family. Yeah, he did. I'm convinced. But you know what? I'm convinced. Every based time on you these see them two together, songs, they look miserable. But based on these two songs... These two should were like oil and vinegar, yeah. oil and water. They should not have been together. I mean, I'm wondering, is Jane going, that's a great song, Paul? And meanwhile, she's, you know. Well, he also well, wrote, Jane. and I love her, and right. here, there, and everywhere, so. Oh, yeah, that's true. You know, yeah. so, and here, there, and everywhere was months later. Just you know, think, interesting. Maybe I think she tried if, some if, new kind of sutra. I think Jane. We all know Jane Asher is her own person, very complex uh, person. She, I'm she sure she didn't need to hang out with Paul to have nope. a career or anything. No, nope. and I think Paul wanted her to be there, the way Linda was later on. Right, and you know right. it never happened. So you know, you know, a little anger comes out in a couple of really. Yeah, but how do you write a song with, with and then still date love them? Love has a nasty oh, habit changing. of disappearing right. overnight, and oh, then saying, oh, "Let's make love, honey. <laughs> Would you like to make oh, love?" Hi, hun. You want to go away to Bermuda? <laughs> exactly. Have a bit of quickie. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But really, but at I the could same change in a minute, time, but. You know, he probably said, oh, he just wrote writing songs. Yeah, but then again, or he, he, could writes, always, he always could have said, well, John got in a fight with Cynthia. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wrote it about that. But yeah. wait, you know what? Later on, he writes here, there, and everywhere, as you yeah. said, but he also writes for no one on that same one. Which oh, came God. first? Yeah. Yeah. Because maybe he was yeah. happy for a few minutes with here, there, and everywhere, and, well, maybe he was seeing someone else. Uh, or, you know what? Because he said for no one, for no one is a nasty song. No, but but let's, let's think. Well, it's very sad, Well, it's very sad, but right. let's Not nasty. Not jump to Revolver. That's and like let's, the end. Yeah. But let's put that relationship in perspective with something like, and I'm looking through you, and I know we've talked about Revolver, we've covered here, there, and everywhere. It's a beautiful song. 
But here you're talking about a situation where we always hear the the it alludes to the idea that Jane was her own person. Jane had her own career. Yep. yep. Jane wasn't the, the wasn't the stay at home housewife that right. maybe the Liverpoolian wanted. Now think about the opening line: "To lead a better life, I need my love to be here." Well, that could so be you know what? Uh, it's, point. I think, good yeah, but I think he's taking it too far because no, no. I know where he's coming from. I know too, but if in order to feel whole, you need my love to be yes, here. But I understand. There's a double entendre when if, well, he, not if the entendre, she's hearing but. hearing the song, it's basically saying, you know what? I need, uh, yeah, I want you to be here, there, and everywhere with me. But also, when kind of he thing. did it for Give My Regards to Broad Street, he needs, I need a love of my own. Right. So he changed it there. Very so, interesting. I don't know if he did it on purpose or he just screwed up the lyric and they kept it. But No, he probably did. I don't know. If he, so, I, I don't know. It's, 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 you know, that whole th- relationship was maybe he just there's did a it. show there's a Jane and Paul show in this somewhere maybe, and you know you what God's I think she'll come on our show to talk about it I think so even though I she's think never talked about never it never talked about years. it in yes. her entire life yes and, and the show after that will be Mary Hopkins yeah so, <laughs> <laughs> come on guys no honestly I think when he changed the lyrics to a love of my own I honestly think that was just done to tweak a Beatles song so Ringo, be, uh, Ringo uh, wouldn't be so because he was freaked. You know that. Yeah, I know. Ringo was uh, like, I don't want no no Beatle covers. Well, exactly. He's so he's changed his mind since. You know, you you never know. But anyway, the next song, the next song, is in my life, and what a gorgeous song. But again, low key, John. There's nothing you can say wrong about this. What uh, can you say about this song? Just to, well, there and was I won't a, say that it hasn't been said, but well, it's uh, just a, to, to, just a masterpiece. Let, it is, and to let people know. What happened, it was an English journalist who said to him, hey, how come you're not writing songs like you write your book? Uh, you should really write something maybe about your childhood and your songs. And he said, oh, ding. You know, so he didn't say a childhood, he did the whole thing. Right. And actually, it's funny because he started said, out with him writing as his childhood. Right. And, and, and he then, just yeah, couldn't, make it wasn't, it, right. couldn't make it work. But I have to say, I love this song. It's beautiful. Please, I'm about to say something and you're going to uh, get. To me, this song is, is not meh. It's great. But to me, I could do without it because it's so overplayed as the quintessential Beatles song. I can see that point, but you know what? I'm not it, saying I, li- I don't it, like it. I love it. It's a beautiful song. I agree. It needs This whole album needs remixing, you know, and that I, would be even more gorgeous. That, I agree with you in, in way, many ways because you know, Tony and I are both in radio, and guess what song gets played a lot? In my life, it also became the th- anthem when he died. It became the anthem, but a lot of people use this as their. I you know, know my dedication song. My friend just died. Can you play in my life? Or my wedding song. I, yeah, I, right. yes, I did it with a friend at my wedding. Right. I didn't so, do it for my wedding. Yeah. Um, so to me, if you take a step I back, there and everywhere. you take a step back. That's what you have to do with a song like "Yes" for in my you're life right. or "Yesterday," because it's so many people have played it or recorded it or you know was played so many times. Sometimes you have to take that step back. In My Life is one of those songs where you have to take the step back and You're say, absolutely right. you know what? Well, this is a bad example, but I'll use it anyway. How many times have we seen Ringo? Yeah. It's a lot of the same show, but a friend of mine a few years ago saw Ringo, never saw him before. Right, and said and, and she was fantastically in love with the right. show, and I was so great, and, and that's when I took the step back and realized, okay, you know what? I've seen him too many times, maybe. 
But she that's just saw the whole Paul and, thing, You know right? what? It was a good show. I've just maybe seen him too many times. And that's and with the whole thing with Paul, right. too. And, we, and we've Paul all seen him so many times. It's, it's the idea yeah. of going to see Paul and go, oh, here we go with Hey Jude again. Yeah, right. Same, here we go. Same same you go yeah, see Clapton. Oh, here we freaking go with Layla again. Right, it's right. like, yeah, but you know, it's it's not about us. Okay, it's about the, the person who's yeah. never seen him. Right. But Imagine he didn't play Layla or Paul didn't play yesterday. I'm going to just throw something random out there, and I know there's no way we would know this or could know this, but... Had John Lennon toured as a solo artist? I don't think so. Would have he played this song? I Would he so. have played this song? I don't think so. Not the first tour. I think maybe a little bit later. When he was, I think as he got older. Yeah, I think. And I it think, reflected. The first tour would have been his only tour he ever did. I yeah, mean, right. So I think he would have done experimental stuff with Yoko. And I, I think later on, I mean, right. I can't see John ever sitting there and going, if I fell in love, I don't think he would have done no, it. No, but in my life. In my life is different. It's, it's reflecting on everything. Yeah, but I don't think he would have done it at 40, maybe at 50. I, I think right. Becomes, I think he would have right. done something like Norwegian Wood. Yeah, I don't, maybe. No, I don't yeah, know I about that. that. I think the maybe. sitar is too yeah, important maybe on that song. That. Well, that doesn't mean, what, so nobody else could play a sitar on one stage? <laughs> We're talking about the 80s and 90s now where it's all a synthesizer. Right. But I don't know. Yeah. But they said they were rehearsing She Loves You and I Want to Hold Your Hand. Right, he, that so was, can you imagine that? That was part of uh, the songs to learn. And would he have sung, In my life, I'll love George more? Sorry. Go back and listen to the George version. That's a good point. You know, that's a good point. You know, George did do it on you know, a yeah. 74 tour, yeah. and he changed some of the lyrics, and people got real angry. Yes. So maybe he wouldn't have done it because George did it. My yeah. only gripe yeah. about this song, my only gripe. Only and gripe? I know, you just, no, you I, just, no, I, no, just I, called I, it meh. No, I never. Oh, no, no, no. He said, no, it, no, no. He said it was not, not oh, meh. Oh, oh, oh. I okay. said it was not meh. Oh, okay. The one thing I, I do have to say, <laughs> musically, I don't know how George Martin left this in, the very last note. You hear, ding, ha, like it ends in another little. It's like he played like the chord t- 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 and, off, then, right, and, and he, he let his off finger. Too, he took right. it off too early, so Correct. it didn't ring. Yes, and it bothers me. Boy, oh, see, it, I don't. Yeah, it does bother. I, that okay. never bother me at all. Okay, yeah, I, actually thought, well, I thought it was on purpose. Actually, yeah, oh, I, did I never too. thought of it as. Well, it's it's a know, lot more. Too. It's a lot better than hearing. You know, look what you're doing, flair, when you're flair, <laughs> and they don't know what they're singing. You know, when they're doing that, snurg, yeah, anything. <laughs> and Paul's singing, I'm, and they're going, you, and, and and George Martin's going, I don't care. It's just <laughs> shit song anyway. Yeah, this, this song is going. <laughs> it's anywhere. not going. This is not a single. Well, you could sing, I and me and who and we and we are all together. It's lost in the middle. It's a cover song. It's for America. No one cares. Right. So it ended up being on help. I think this is a man. I think it is a masterpiece. It's an absolute masterpiece. Well, Paul claims a lot of co-writing on this too. Yeah, yeah. But I I think this was John's yesterday. You know, this was this was the. I agree with that. The big. You know, yesterday comes out, and then John had said, "Oh, I got to write something similar." It's interesting though that Paul does an individual. Playing and John uses the band. Yeah, because he yeah. Paul did the same mm-hmm. thing with "Why Don't We Do It on the Road" and John did it with "I Want You." They're both songs with three lines in the whole lyric, and John uses this makes "I Want You" this big band thing, and Paul does it. Uh, right. Yeah, but I want you wouldn't have been, I don't think "I Want You" could have been acoustic. It could have been. Yeah, nah. the acoustic it wouldn't have been as long, but the acoustic thing he does is pretty cool. Yeah. when he's just dinking around with it on the acoustic. So mm. I mean. You know, I, I, it's interesting how John, I think, used the band a little more sometimes than Paul. Yeah. Would. Well, I think Paul, John Paul, felt a little more insecure about doing something like right. that. So, but then he did Julia on his own. 
That's true. But it took him a long time to do that. Right, but that's... But you know, I, I, if you ask someone right now, what's your favorite John Lennon Beatles songs, I, I would think in my life would have to be top three. I would say. It, it's become top three um, right. over the yeah. years, definitely. Right, it has. But I think more be- when he died, it means more now that he's gone. But would it have been so poignant if he was still with us yeah, now? Yeah, I think so too. Okay. I just think I, th- I think so. I think because people, when they discover it, they this is it a means song. something to them. Yes, it could be anybody. Yeah, it doesn't have to right. be John Lennon. Right. Right. right, right. There are places I remember. It could be me singing right. it to you. But, but right. it, when I saw the Imagine John Lennon movie, and they used it in uh, there. You know, you know, you start crying. Of well, of course you do. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like just, you know, this it, is you know, they matched it perfectly and everything in the movie, but. At the same time, it also has a classical feeling to it. So that's part of it, too. That half-step piano that George Martin did. But you played it half-speed right. and then put half it back because he said himself, I couldn't play it that fast. Right. Uh, but it, it works so well. Oh, it's I beautiful. Mean, it yeah. does, but it, he does fall off the end of the earth at the end of the solo. Yeah. Yes, he does. You know, but that works too. But that it does. But he's falling off the end of the earth on that. It's almost like if it was Bugs Bunny, his fingers would be getting tangled up, and he'd fall. But it's you know what? I mean, George Martin. We give him a lot of credit on this show, but this album he plays a lot. Yes, and he does everything really well. In my life, just works so well. It's. Oh, I don't want to say it's the standout song on this album, but it's, it's become. But it's become, and it's also a, a kind of a, a more positive song, a, a song yes. of a lot of kind of negativity. But in, still in introspective and mature. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But also Ringo's drumming again is the all I've got to do drumming. Yep. Uh, you yep. know that that same drumming pattern that he's. But it's perfect. It works on this. Yeah. yeah. I, I, it's not. Yeah. I mean. I can't imagine Ringo doing a straight 4-4 four four on this. No. Drumming. No, no way. No, could you that, imagine that? Not that type of no. song. Well, right, but I mean, he could have, he could have, it would have sounded, it would have made the song different. Yeah. No, but, no, you know, right. Ringo knowing what to do, or whether being told or whatever. But anyway, the next song, uh, I bet you couldn't wait for it, is, wait, uh, no, I mean, that's the song. Nice. Again, from the recording sessions for help. Right. And they thought, okay, we need another song, let's take this one. They originally didn't have overdubs, so they put the overdubs on this to sound more like Rubber Soul. And I like it. I do, too. And it's really funny, though, because... It's a little too long. It's a little too long, but... Not really. Well, when you hear... But, but I know what you're talking a about. A lot. But they, repeat, it, they repeat. They yeah, repeat. Maybe going this, to a solo. Uh, this the only thing on this album, and, the, and again, you talk about like the big things that are now happening in music in 65 and 66. This is a garage band song. This is this is the, <laughs> the Standell. This is it. yeah. It's been a long time. Bap bap. Now I'm bap bap coming back home. I've been a boop boop bap bap. Okay, yeah. okay. I'll it's go a with gar- the drumming. It's a little bit of a garage okay, band song. And um, a little bit. I know where you go. Even the harmonies are a little garage. I would have liked to have heard the original version. A little rougher than some of the other. I would have liked to have heard the original version. I would like to. You know, that would have been nice. I wonder we should ask Mark Lewison because he probably has heard it. I don't think they did that much more to it. I think they just added a couple of more harmonies, really. I think so, too. I think this is the one song on the album that, and I, I don't say this in a bad way, but this could have been a couple of other bands from the era that could have done this song. Yes, I, I go <laughs> The Knickerbockers. The, Nick, the Knickerbockers. That's exactly, but, exactly but I know where, you're going where I from. was going. This sounds more like other songs from the period where 
you know, like in my life wasn't really doesn't. something. And no, think for yourself we, doesn't. Right, but right. the and, beginning and, is not, it's, not many songs started with, you know, like no, a vocal. like not at all. It's cold a, vocal. Yeah. Right. But it's a, it's right. a really good, right. it's John. I mean, it's. Oh, totally. Totally John. Totally. And, and it's nice to have Paul in the, in the, in the middle. In the middle part, I love when he does oh, that, so when he comes in. Been good. And yeah, it reminds I mean, me a little so bit of a hard day's night where Paul comes in the middle. Right. And does that type. They really haven't done that in a while. Yeah. Where they share the vocal and it's also a separate vocal. I often wonder how weight would have sounded on help, since we always kind of dismissed side two. It would have been on side two. It would have probably fit a little better in that. that would have lift, well, lifted yeah, up side yeah. two. All well, right. yeah, because you got Dizzy Miss Lizzie on there. And, you know, tell, tell me, me what, what you, you see. see, which I love. I yeah, too. But, but, but weight would have, been an up, would, yeah. would have been a more up song. Right. So I, I think that's part of, you know, the thing. I'm, I'm glad they went to it. It's interesting they didn't go to, like, other songs, If You've Got Trouble or... You know, something like that where they had also done some work on and, and, and dismissed, though. Oh, that yeah. means a lot. Yeah. That means a lot could have worked yeah. on this album. That means a lot definitely mm. would have worked on Rubber Soul, I think. If, they, if not in the final version that it was on no, the No, they'd have no. to they'd change have it around. They'd have to acoustic-ify it. Have, and it, yeah. is still, make a word. it is still a weird, still the opening line of that song, still, A friend says that you'll love us it, it's, it's, it's very, I don't know, <laughs> really. No, I know. No, I, I, <laughs> Hey, no shtick. I'm sorry. <laughs> shtick it here. Uh, um, no, but you got a point there. But but it's interesting <laughs> they didn't go back to it to grab something. They needed a song. Yeah, yeah. Know? Well, they, right, and that's what it was. That's where this one came from. Right. They, little, they needed uh, a song to fill little, it out. Little Beatle cartoon trivia. Uh oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. I Uh-oh. got it. Hi, it's time for the Beatle cartoon trivia. No, I'm not Johnny Carson, but Wait was one of the two songs used. In the last ever shown, not ever made, because that was Strawberry Fields and Penny Lane, but Wait was episode 39 uh, with um, I'm Only Sleeping, curiously oh. enough. But Wait was on the last show ever done. Ah. Cool. Yep. It was Very actually cool. a really the bad question. <laughs> it was horrible. Really? Yes. John's uh, sideburns are down to like Mike Nesbitt's sideburns. Nice. And Ringo's nose is just as big as the sideburns. Nice. Uh, but it, it's, it's, yeah, it's horrible. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. No, they didn't have to do that on that. Yeah. They, they actually do a comb and wax paper thing. Um, <laughs> Prince of Kropotkin. Anyway, the last song, uh, and, and I, I guess... A, an interesting closer for side two. <laughs> it, 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 Yike. Yeah, it's it's not a happy closer. Ooh. You're not going out of this album going, yeah. It's Yike. Run For Your Life, and we've already discussed it. Baby, let's play out. George Harrison loved it. John regretted writing it. <laughs> then why'd you write it? You know, yeah, but, well, right. Uh, he regretted it later. Because, yes, it has a really good, maybe song. that's why. And the drumming is just dead on. It's really cool. But, but now, can I throw this out here? You can uh, throw look, it out. I, I think I, John wishes No, but I'm saying, right, I, I, John hated it. It's among my least favorite Beatles songs because it's a, yeah, it's creepy. I love it is a creepy song. Listen to that opening. That, that just the way the, the, the opening is tremendous. In. It's just it's just four bars and it's the whole but can song. I, it's a ballsy song. Oh god! But can, can I throw can I Negative. just throw this out there? We did already. No, but I'm saying maybe. All right, we got to look at certain things. John goes back years later, talks about stuff. John talks about things that he may have done or started or thought was a good idea at the time when he was stoned. Nothing wrong with that. When John was stoned, listen to Run For Your Life, not as a straight song, listen to it as a parody. It is a, what would be the word, a a, a template for any Johnny Cash song. 
I guess. If you think about it, you better uh, run I for your life. Uh, it's it's got a very like I don't know country they, country well, songs country at the time is. Right. The country songs at the time were, I shot my woman down. You know, I mean, that was a big thing. I mean, you know, hey, Joe, Ah. hey, Joe, I heard you shot your woman down. I mean, hey, Joe was out in 65, too. Well, not by Yeah, but I'd rather see a dead little girl than to be with another man. Well, exactly. But But hey, Joe, yes, I did. I shot her. I caught her messing around with another man. I mean, it was around the same time. But he already burned the other one's house down. He's not going to kill her. He's burning houses, shooting women. I'm not standing up for the song in any way. I'm just saying. Is it possible I don't think it was a conscious that, thing. that Lennon wrote it as a, no, I as think a parody? He, no. I, not, I would have said yes if he had sang it differently. He sang it? A, yeah. Sung it. Sung if it, he had sung, sung it. it. Oh, if he had sung it. Okay. Sung it. If he had sung it differently because he sings it like he totally means it. Oh, he's, now, mind you, you're right. that's just the way, you know, he could have been acting or whatever. I but you know what? My whole there, life there, there's he's, a, he's exaggerating. There's a oh, it's exaggeration. A yeah. There's an exaggeration. There's a, uh, a Scouse thing in there, too. There's a whole. That's true. The Scouse the, thing the, is in you know, there. That's there's true. a whole. It's Dylan. It's Scouse. There's, there's a lot of. The way he sings is what gets me. I think it's a great uh, vocal of his. It it's is a great really vocal. good vocal. And, yeah, and it's I, a shame it's the song. He doesn't like it. Um, yeah. And I wish he had liked it better, man, for whatever reason. But whatever. the harmonies are great. Uh, it's just, it is, but it's it's a rough listen, though. I mean, you, you listen to it and you kind of go, Well, it's certainly know. not a good closer. No, and it's a creepy tune. Well, you can't put anywhere else in the record. That's maybe why. Yeah, you could have opened side two with it. Okay. Oh, you got Might me. Might have been a, it's <laughs> no, a you creepy could've. downer right, no, for the rest right. of the record. It's a yeah. creepy way to pull down the record, though. And you no. could have ended side two within my life. Wow. That would have, well, That's, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, I'll go with okay. that. Okay. Ridiculous to the sublime, I guess. Right. But, yeah. I mean, it works. Yeah, yeah it does. Great. I'll, I'll go with that. You know. But it's just, it's just a... Just the way he sings it, and and I would like to see someone cover it. And would they cover it with the same anger and the same like meanness the, of way John sang it? it, and, it and no matter lyrics, what, if the lyrics you're gonna, are mean, right? Too. That's what I mean. And no matter what, if you're going to cover this song, you have to sing the words. I'd rather see you dead, little girl, than to be with another man. Right. Yeah, it's not even dead right. woman. It's dead little girl. Right. Yeah. I don't, and I know that sounds right. better when you say it. You yeah. Because that's more. Uh, phonetic, not phonetically, syllabically, it's better. But it's still a, a nasty song. Yeah, it's, it's right. It's, uh, and he sings I it mean, just gonna... as nasty. And and who knows? Maybe one of his conquests was seeing someone else. Maybe Cynthia was because he was he was doing whatever he was doing. You never know. I mean, he maybe he regretted writing it because it hit home. Oh, and I it's also too when you when you write something like that. If if you are John Lennon and you're doing what you're doing and you're also doing Norwegian Wood and that's a true story, then you're you're look. Let's face it, not to be horrible, but what did he do in real life later? He has the affair with with Yoko and sends her off, hoping that she's going to hook up with Alex Margaris in Greece. Mm. You know, right. so you know you're taking the you're taking the guilt and you're putting it off yourself. Yeah, and you're saying, it. you know, oh well, oh, look at me. Uh, if my woman ever cheats on me, I'll kill her. You know. Meanwhile, <laughs> I once had a girl, or should I say, she once had me. You know, right. You know. Well, but anyway. one thing about Revolve uh, Revolve Rubber Soul I want to mention is. Kind of how fast it was recorded. Yes. Four weeks. Yeah. Very important. But they were not interrupted by touring. 
Right. It was well. It was more right. like it was right after the North they American tour. October 11th. Uh, October some, of 65. Yeah. But October they weren't interrupted by touring, but they were still under under a, a serious deadline. The deadline the was Christmas. Christmas. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. But I mean, I mean, this album came out in December, the first week in December. Yeah. So uh, you know, if you got that, you know, they, they really worked hard. You won't see me came out of nowhere. You know, if he, all of a sudden that was one of the last songs they recorded, and and also the the thing I've always loved about. The quote from uh, I think it was the anthology with George. He he, he was, thought they were like recorded at the same time. But yeah, if, but if think about it. October '65 to April '66. Oh, when they started. Yeah. Well, when they started. well, they started April '66, so they finished what two months later, May. No, so, a few months later. Yeah. So it's less than a year. They made two of their greatest records. Yes. Um, and it's just amazing when you think about that. We should also say that uh, 12 Bar Original was unreleased from this. Yeah. These oh. recording sessions. Yeah, when you listen you, to that song, it's like... It's, well, it, it was like originally six-something, yes. and it was cut down to 255, and it should have been just cut. Thank God for that. Thank you God know, it wasn't on the album. Yeah. No, because it, it was... Well, it, and the funny thing is they recorded oh. it twice in the same exact thing. It wasn't like they were jamming. It was... No. It was the chords were picked out and everything. No, it was bad twice. Well, and, they tried to be Booker T and the MGs, right. and it's horrible. Yeah, and and I don't even like listening to it on the anthology. No, it doesn't mean I, anything to slam, me. It slams that that to a halt. album to a halt. Yeah, it, I, you know what? I didn't mind it because it was so short. I, if it was a six minute version, I might have been bothered more. Oof. I understand. You know, this is why George Martin had to be there to put these albums together because it was someone else. They said, "Well, we can't touch the Beatles stuff," yeah. and he's like, "Say no, if you need me, I was there. Come on." I, I <laughs> I'm, do, I'm do sorry. Wanna... I'm sorry, boys, but that jam thing is a bit of crap. Can we have another <laughs> track, please? Thank I, you. I do want to say when it, uh, obviously it was very highly regarded when it came out. Um, Record Mirror uh, said it had less variety. Than the previous releases, but then Richard Green of Record Mirror a week later. I mean, this is really, really harsh. It, he said, if recorded by anyone but the Beatles, it would not be worthy of release. Ooh. What? That's really? what he said. Wow. And There's with many of the tracks devoid of the old Beatles excitement and compulsiveness. Well, wow. it wasn't She Loves You, I Want to Hold Your Hand. So you There's to, somebody who wanted I mean, us to be d- d- the happy-go-lucky Beatles of, and, and <laughs> now I've grown up to be 29. What's happened to you? That's like, sounds like that woman that's right. yelling at John during not the- Not being the mop top. Not Lord. being the mop top. I, I mean, Paul did say, wow. Rubber Soul for me is the beginning of my adult life. Who said John? Paul. Oh, Paul. Because, yeah, Paul said that because well, he Paul. felt like, you know, that was really where they started maturing. Growing up. They did. And, yeah. uh, you know, like I said, George's favorite album and Ringo said it was a departure album. It was. That's, it definitely that's, was. I mean, yeah. you know, we don't have to rate it. But again, the U.S. release had four Paul, seven John, one George. The U.K. has four Paul, all the same ones. Right. No, I'm sorry. Drive my car instead right. of I. Right. Seven John, but Nowhere Man. And I mean. Right. Two George. And one Ringo. So the UK release is much more balanced. Right. Yeah. And again, out of the seven that John sings, you know, five are really, really downbeat. Yeah. Even in my yeah. life is downbeat. It's not yeah. an upbeat yeah. thing. Yeah. But it's uh, very subdued. So it is a very subdued album, but it's a fantastic album. And, and, and in hindsight, people oh. love it. And it also and it's, it's the yin and the yang of Beatles' second album, Rubber Soul. <laughs> but two, also wow. two U.S. albums that are no, just good point. The, the yin and the yang of the Beatles. But right the other there. side of the coin is, but the excitement of this, the early Beatles. This oh, sort yeah. of fit in so perfectly with what was going on in the music world. With yes, you know, '65 folk rock yeah. was kicking the music off. '66 to gets life. even more exciting, yeah. and 
you know, they're right in the middle of it. So it's it's really perfect the way it, it fits in. Now, they didn't plan that, but it just sort of happened. You know, with this album, I think they were more in the pack of things. A great album, a masterpiece. Right. But I think they, were, they weren't they were leading anymore in this one. Right. I think when it came to Revolver and then, obviously, Pepper, uh, the Beatles just took off. And, of course, you know, this is the American version we've been talking about. And yeah. It's a little different. The UK you know? is definitely... I think a stronger album. I know we go to this one because right, right. we're American and, and that's what we heard. But I honestly think the UK is a stronger overall album where if you heard it, I think you still think they're leading a little bit in the pack yeah. because there's a lot of good stuff on there. Um, well, Nowhere Man is a challenging song. Nowhere Man. And is if I needed someone is, is a also, takeoff of the birds. Yes. But taking yeah. it a step further, I think. Yeah. So, oh, you know, and then obviously when it gets to Revolver, they just explode. And then yeah. obviously Pepper. Yeah. But but this album, as I've said, the whole uh, whatever, a couple of hours, honestly, it's in dire need of a, a deluxe or even just a remix. If this had a remix. Well, it had a remix, but it wasn't a successful one, though. Well, well that was 87. Yeah. they did a remix. Yeah, you know, with they, the current technology, you could do 30 more years ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was more of a rebalancing, really. The, yes. Because, yeah. when they know, We should tell people, when they put it out in it, the U.S. on compact disc. In 87, George Martin said, you cannot put out this mix because it's too wide in the stereo. And, and he came in and cleaned it up But he bit. made some dramatic changes, though, he unfortunately, did. He along the, the on, way. On Rubber Soul yeah. and Help. Yeah. And, th- and they've kept those changes along the way in 2009. But we might want to add that those changes, just so we don't confuse the hell out of people, those changes were made to the 1987 release on the CD, right. which was an 87 release of the UK right, yes. right. edition of right. the album. Yes. The reason why I say that is because a lot of the big complaints that were lodged about the changes were lodged against Nowhere Man, which is not on the US. Right. Version, and those so. those were for two albums, Help and Rubber Soul. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, honestly, uh, again, it's a 10. It's a great album. I would the the remix would be different though because there wasn't a lot of bouncing on it, so you'd be more of just placement, really. No, and but cleaning I, but, things but, up a little bit. Well, yeah. maybe, but I think it would sound clean, and I think it would just sound really nice. I mean, all of their stuff. I mean, Revolver calls for a. a well, that's. I mean, we've said it before here, there, and everywhere. When we got teased with that, you know, well, the CD single, we heard that. Right, so we need that. Yeah, it would be nice. You bet. So, Right. Uh, all right, so that wraps it up for the U.S. version of Rubber Soul. I hope you enjoyed this uh, lovely time we've had. I think we Ryan you know, Wilson loved this album. Yes, yeah. and and we forgot to say yeah. that you know what the tits were really based on Beach Boys uh, yeah. harmony. Well, you know, they just changed harmonies. it. You know, right. they, they threw that. They snuck it in. It was a and, little joke. And truthfully, when you listen to it literally, and you really don't hear tit 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 like we always hyper exaggerate it. said faster, so it's it said yeah. If you have to explain to someone, then oh yeah, it's not. It's a lot of people wouldn't catch it. But you know what the Beatles did. Right, yeah, but yeah. you know what though? If the Beatles were still together, like the Stones were, and they were touring, yes. and they did this, you know, they'd show tits on the screen. Yeah, you know, I mean, come <laughs> on! No, I don't the, think oh, so. they they're, would. They're not that blunt. That would be funny as all hell. It would be funny, but then all then, the women j- would Well, be next time Paul goes out, you know, he does John song, so he'll he'll show boobs. Nice. Uh, anyway, It'll be the inside of uh, Red Rose Speedway. The uh, sorry. Oh gosh. Very good. Anyway, anyway we get that. Sorry. Anyway, so for Fab for Free for All. Uh, I have been your moderator, Mitch Axelrod, today, uh, and I'm Mitch Axelrod every day. But joining me, <laughs> joining me has I been. For that, right? Well, Glad I don't know. I, yeah. I, don't ask my wife. So um, please. I so, am Rob Leonard. Thank you, Rob. And every day. And I am Tony Chiguardo, only on alternating Thursdays. Yay! And uh, we hope you keep listening, and we'll talk to you soon. 
Fab Four Free-For-All was edited and produced by Tony Chiguardo at Word of Mouth Studios in Westbury, New York. The opening and closing theme is My Dolly by the band The Badge, featuring longtime listener Jeff Slate, available on its debut album Digital Retro and recent Best Of compilation, as well as from the Fab Four Free-For-All website. Thanks for listening to Fab Four Free-For-All.